Hey, thanks for pressing play. Welcome to another episode of NYC Sports. I'm your host, Trent Freeman. Alongside me is former college coach, Jim Freeman. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, a little saddened today by the news of the passing of Henry Aaron. Absolutely. But uh, overall, doing well. Yeah, Hank Aaron today died at 86 years old. He's a Hall of Famer. World Series MVP in the 1957 World Series. His home run record stood for 32 years, and in 23 years, he hit 755 home runs. 755, which is really incredible when you think about this, that a lot of people seem to either forget or just didn't realize. So in his 23 years, Henry Aaron never hit more than 47 in a single season, and he only had eight years of that 23 career 23 year career where he hit more than 40 but he was just so consistent mm-hmm. over those 23 years that he played that he held that record and broke obviously broke Babe Ruth's home run record of 714 and he broke it with 755 which stood until the time that Barry Bonds came along and broke that record which he did with Exactly, and that's what I was going to head to next. So here we have Henry Aaron, who played for 23 years, never hit more than 47 in a single season, but was so consistent and did it with, you know, as he would say when, you know, some of his um, interviews, he loved to flick the wrist. It was all in the wrist with him. So it wasn't about any PEDs or other um, supplements that, you know, some might have said that others took. This guy was straight up natural, but he was a born hitter. And what a class act, too, because when Barry Bonds did break the record, I don't recall Henry Aaron saying anything negative. He, he didn't want to tarnish what Barry Bonds had done. And look, not for nothing, it's still a great achievement that Barry Bonds did it, whether you know, there were steroids involved or not. You still have to put the bat to the ball, and that's not an easy thing to do. But you know, what Henry Aaron did in his career and what he stood for as an individual, I think is just tremendous. And it's a tremendous loss for baseball and a tremendous loss for tremendous loss for mankind, quite honestly. Yeah, definitely a a crushing blow to the baseball community. I just have to say, I think it's the weirdest thing how the MLB will let the Barry Bonds record stand after the PEDs. It's crazy to me that you can that you can set a record and it be proven that you cheated, like you couldn't do this without cheating. But yeah, we'll let it we'll we'll let it stand. I don't know. That's that's all. That's I'm probably say on another that. episode. You know, we, yeah, we could another, probably spend a whole episode on one hundred percent, and maybe we will. And records and PEDs and. It is nuts. Um, again, all the, all the we'll focus the on, on Henry Aaron. Henry Aaron, though, 100%. You know, what a class act he was. And, you know, what's kind of cool, too, when you think about his career, he started in Milwaukee with the Braves, then moved with the Braves to Atlanta, but then finished up his career back in Milwaukee as a brewer. So, you know, he kind of went full circle, even though it was a different club at that point. He went full circle from Milwaukee to Atlanta back to Milwaukee. So, pretty cool and you know, again, outstanding achievements that he uh, and a legacy that he created that he'll never be forgotten. We'll move on uh, from that now. We'll we'll go to a little bit more of a positive note here. We're gonna have a little bit of a lightning round. Okay. Uh, do our best. Uh, we always we always run a little bit over because there's just so much to talk about. So but much to talk about. We're we're gonna try and bang these out right now. 
Varlamov, Islanders goalie, extends his season starting shutout streak. I got to tell you, last night he, again, playing dynamite. And the Islanders last night looked awesome against the Devils. They really did. They looked as good as I've seen them this year. I think they played the best that they've played all season. Which um, is great. You want them to keep moving absolutely. forward, getting better with absolutely. every game. And you want every team to do that. And right yeah. now, the Islanders, you know, they got in a groove last night. They played fast. They played quick. And, you know, they were moving along. And as you said, Varlamov extended the streak. Uh, I believe he's somewhere at about 142 minutes unscored upon which to is, start a season. Which is seven periods. Yeah. Seven plus. <laughs> That's yeah, outstanding, right? Yeah. So, uh you know, shout out to him. Great game last night. I was going to say hopefully that stands for a while, but hopefully he breaks it next season. Oh, you know, true, like right? hopefully he comes out next year and no doubt breaks it. We'll move right along here. Patrick Mahomes has been has cleared concussion protocol and will play Sunday against Buffalo. It's no secret this guy's the best quarterback in the NFL at this moment in time. No doubt, he's he he brings another element that can't be replicated. Defenses can't even prepare for it on the practice field. Guys like him and Lamar, there's there's just no preparation for it until you see him on the field. Now, the only thing is you do hope that he can bring that same game this coming week. And I know he got cleared, and I know that the doctors that will re, you know kind of review him um, to clear him are technically not with the club. So they're not with the Chiefs. They're going to be NFL hired, if I remember correctly. Because okay. as you know, Pop's friend, one of his best friends, longtime friend, Dr. Alan Levy, mm-hmm. longtime New York Giant physician. Um, if I remember correctly, I remember Doc saying that he was – you know, although he was with the Giants, I think the paycheck actually may have come from the NFL because they were concerned that they know. didn't want the team right. doctors giving permission for the athletes to play when they weren't quite ready. So you know that he got cleared and it's legit. Mm-hmm. But again, will he bring that same game that Intensity, he has week yeah. after week? It's interesting that you mentioned that, though, with the paychecks, because I remember reading an article, I think it was in Sports Illustrated, about... Calvin Johnson saying that a lot of times he would come out of a game saying that he felt like he had a concussion and the training staff he was he was just speaking all out on the Lions just holding nothing back right. saying that a lot of times the Lions training staff would almost make him recant his statement and change and change how he said that he was feeling that way he could play the next week you know, I I couldn't speak upon that, right. and and if that is the case, that is awful. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I I, I if, hope if that we're, it, yeah, you hope yeah. it's not true, but if it is, if you're talking about the training staff mm-hmm. and then the the doctors, they are two different. True. So although they will be part of the same mm-hmm. medical staff, the trainers I believe are hired by and, and you know as you know, Pop was able to work with the Giants. You know he got his paycheck from the Giants, and right. at one time I believe Doc did as well. Uh, but then the league ended up separating. But Calvin Johnson, he was playing well after that happened. Yeah, yeah. So again, maybe it was the training staff who said go ahead and play, but not necessarily the doctors. So I'm not sure. On and that. maybe you go from the training staff to the doctors. There's a lot of questions. Absolutely. All we know is that Patrick Mahomes will be playing on. <laughs> we do know that. We'll move right along. The Super Bowl attendance will be filled entirely of healthcare workers this year, which I think is one of the coolest things I've heard in that 2021. Is awesome. You know, no they'll doubt. they'll all be vaccinated. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how they'll be picked, 
but I just think it's a great a great thing to to do for all these people yeah, risking the their lives every that, day. Oh, absolutely! I think that's awesome. I think you know for them to be recognized for the work that they look, they get recognized now as, and I'm not trying to compare, but teachers are being recognized now for you know being able to deal with this as frontline workers. Um, you know they're getting more recognition that they have to be in and and working in very difficult times. Uh, but healthcare workers, yeah, they should be recognized all the time. Yeah, you know, as teachers as well, and in a different arena. But these healthcare workers, for what they do on a day in and day out basis, but then to work through a pandemic and be exposed that the way they were, mm-hmm. God bless them, and absolutely they should be at that Super Bowl and you know enjoying it and living it up and i think it's very cool that the nfl has done that 100 percent. keep on moving right here dwayne haskins has signed a contract a future reserve contract with the steelers for 2021 kind of you know setting up that backup plan in case big ben leaves i'm not the biggest fan of big ben so you know hopefully and <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it there hopefully uh, Dwayne Haskins, you know, figures it out. Hopefully he's Absolutely. learned from his, you know, trip ups and mistakes in his rookie year and has a good, has a good career for sure. You know, and, and if he, if he's going to do it anywhere, I think Pittsburgh might be the place. I could see it working. Absolutely. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the he's league. He's a terrific coach. Yeah. I think he may take him under his wing and hopefully straighten him out and mm-hmm. Put him on the right path, and again, hopefully he has a, a terrific career for himself. Tomlin's never had a losing record. That's so, insane. Yeah, so we'll see if we'll see if that streak continues. Now, our last little pit stop here is Robert Sala had his first press conference as the Jets head coach. The mantra that he kept pushing is "all gas, no breaks," and that's from the time you wake up, just making sure that you're doing everything you can to get better, so that way from the time you wake up to the time that you go to bed, you've gotten better that day. And I think that the best comment I saw on the YouTube live stream after he said that was all gas, no gaze, which was just really, it was clever. Whatever Jets fan said that. That is clever. Props to you. We're not going to touch on that any further, but I, you know, I like the attitude, you know, just keep pushing (laughs) forward, keep pushing forward. And you know, once again, just try to get better at whatever you do. Get better every day, and mm-hmm. that's his mantra. Roll with it. Yeah, yeah. Jets are still they're they're making a splash every day. They're making news. I think that I think that Sala won this press conference. He's he is similar. You can definitely see similarities to Joe Judge last year in his press conference. I think that Joe Judge is just a special guy. There aren't a lot of guys like him in where he's saying. You know, I'm not going to make comments on anybody until I get there, you know. Right. Sala came out and spoke very highly of uh, Sam Darnold. Okay. Which is, you know, Judge wouldn't even touch players. No. Sala praised very highly of Darnold, uh, said, you know, you you can understand why he was taken third overall or uh, something to that effect. Like, he proved why he was taken third overall. After his comments... I wouldn't be surprised no matter what they do. If they draft a quarterback, I think that's what we're all expecting. I can also see them trading back from number two to somewhere still within the top ten, maybe getting another first-round pick for next year, or, you know, compiling some more picks, just getting getting some more value out of that number two pick. Well, when you think about it, too, that's a smart statement to make. Because, as you said, even if they 
trade. Now they're in a position to deal. If they, yeah. Right. If they trade for uh, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. you know, he came out and said, look, I understand. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. This is why the Jets took him. Yeah. But we understand this guy is better. Right. But we have value in what we have, and that'll raise Sam Darnold's stock. So, yeah. you know, okay, it's pretty sharp thinking. No, it you is. Know, whether he stays with him or not. He's using his head. Yeah, definitely. And we'll 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 touch a little bit more on Deshaun Watson later. But I definitely get the feeling people have said a lot about Robert Sala being a leader of men. And you can tell that in his press conference, that he's definitely a leader of men. He mentioned that he will not be doing any play calling on defense, which I think is a great move. I think that too often head coaches will do play calling on one side of the ball or the other. And sometimes it works, mm-hmm. you know. Uh the uh, Sean McVay, great. You Absolutely, know, he's a great play caller. Um, I'm pretty sure that Bill Belichick is calling the plays on defense in. Uh, I would imagine New England. I do know that um, Adam Gase was calling offense for a while. Yeah, that didn't work out. So, so well. no, no, but, it didn't. Um, but I just think it's. <laughs> I think it's great for the head coach to just more be a. Uh, well, to oversee. The team. Yeah, an overseer. Yeah, right. Definitely. You you want to be in, obviously you're hiring people because you're putting your trust in them. So what you want to be able to do at that point is say, I give you control. We're gonna discuss it together. Look, yeah. I'm still the head and, coach, and, and we're gonna we're gonna come together and get a vision of what we want this to be collectively. But uh, but you you have the reins and. I think what my favorite part about a head coach not calling plays is when one unit of the ball comes off the field, if they need to be spoken to for any reason, the head coach can go there and kind of light a fire or just coach them up and right. not have to worry about play calling on the other side. Yes. I feel like when, when a head coach is play calling, they kind of turn their back on the other side of the ball, which is something that uh, Sean McVay has done uh, in Los Angeles, he'll bring in very experienced defensive coordinators mm-hmm. to basically be another head coach for the defensive side of the ball. Right, and it's worked. They 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 got to the Super Bowl. They it has worked, you know. And again, I, I couldn't say for certain which one is better. And I think mm-hmm. it really depends on the personality Definitely. of the coach. and the coach itself. Absolutely. But to your point, I do think that you know, as a head coach. I, I need to be able to give some some trust to the guys that I hire. And again, together we may come up with a game plan, but let them make the calls. I'll still be listening on the headset. I, you know, I still may have final say, but I do think it's good for those head coaches to just focus on the overall game and the, the team as a whole. Definitely. Now, Robert Sala made history as the first Muslim head coach in the NFL which is pretty awesome. The Jets are also share part of that, you know, history sure. as the team who signed him. But in that same note of minority hirings, Eric Bieniemy has not been hired yet, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. And the word we'll use is shocking. It is shocking. It's surprising. Surprising. Yep. There's we entered this offseason with seven head coaching jobs open. Right, that's the Chargers, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Lions, the Falcons, the Eagles, and the Texans. Out of those seven, one head coaching job is still available. Wow, NBA enemy has not been hired anywhere else. Nope. The Chargers signed the Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley. Jaguars got obviously Urban Meyer. You know Ohio yep. State. 
Jets, Robert Sala, we've talked a lot about him. The Lions signed the Saints assistant head coach and tight ends coach Dan Campbell. The Falcons signed the Tennessee offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. Eagles signed the Indianapolis offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni. And the Texans are the last team that's open. Now we've talked a lot about yeah it is. We've talked a lot about Deshaun Watson and the potential trade and how he felt that he wasn't listened to and disrespected after not being a I'm part not of sure the... what coach is going to want to go there. <laughs> well, honestly, I think that the enemy could be the Texans' last hope of keeping Deshaun because Deshaun requested that the Texans interview him in early in the offseason, and the Texans initially declined to interview him. Wow. And that was another thing that Deshaun was pretty unhappy about, understandably. Absolutely. So since then, the Texans have interviewed him, and someone interviewed him, Biennemi, recently, and he said, maybe as early as yesterday, I'm not sure, he said, no, I, I want to be a head coach, you know, just clearing it up. I would like to, I'm just not being given the opportunity. Yeah, I haven't had the opportunity. Time. And this is the third offseason where Biennemi has gone through interviews and been a very highly respected and regarded Head coach, his name candidate. keeps popping up. It does, and there's a reason for it. It is surprising that he has not been selected. I don't know what the reason is. I, and quite truthfully, I don't want to speculate what the reason is. Right. You know, I've been in interview processes with people looking for jobs, and I've sat down and interviewed people, and been on committees that have interviewed people, and I have to say. There are some people that interview unbelievably well. They may not have been good for the job, but they interview so well. And there are others that don't interview quite as well for whatever reason, but they are perfect for the job. I don't know. Maybe maybe for whatever reason he doesn't interview well. I don't know I don't what want more to he needs. Right. I think that... It's Don't very, say it. No, I will. Don't it's say a very, it. It's a very uh, uncomfortable topic. I don't want to assume that this is why. I hope it's not why. But I also don't want to be ignorant and think that it's not a possibility as to why. Yeah. That he's a minority coach. He's it a black be. man in the NFL, in the in the coaching, you know, uh, Industry tree, sure. you know. I really hope that he gets a job. In the past three years, I'm pretty sure in 2018, the Chiefs had the number one offense. And in 2019 and 2020, they had the second ranked offense throughout the regular season. You can't tell me that uh, Sirianni or Arthur Smith, both offensive coordinators, are more qualified than he is. And it could be, like you're saying, that he that he hasn't performed well in interviews. I'm not sure, yeah, but you can't, like, I can't shake the fact that he is the most qualified offensive coach in, he's the most qualified offensive candidate on paper for a head coach. Yeah. That's all it is. And, and for the Texans, there's no other quarterback in the league more like Patrick Mahomes, if that's the concern, is that he's doing all this because he has Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill. Right. There's no other quarterback in the league closer to Patrick Mahomes than Deshaun Watson. I, I think it's I a no-brainer. truly hope that isn't the case, but look, history has proven that we still have 
you know, a lot racial of discord in this country, and uh, we need to continue to move forward and uh, continue progress. I I hope he gets his opportunity. I hope he gets a chance to prove that he is the best man for the job. And, you know, as uh, I think it was Frank Sinatra who had said the the best revenge is massive success. It's a great line. It is a great line. So uh, for Biennemi, when he does get his opportunity, I hope he gets tremendous revenge and has outstanding success. Maybe with the side note of uh, as long as it's not against the Giants. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he signs a nice AFC job and sure, wins sure. the Super Bowl when we're not in the playoffs and Perfect. we don't have to face him. <laughs> but hopefully he signs with the Texans as they're the last opening available. I would really hate to see him have to go back to Kansas City for another season. I'd love to see the the kind but, of records that they would put up. Absolutely. But if he wants to be a head coach, he's more than deserving of the job. I really hope he gets the opportunity to be one. No doubt. Prove what he could do. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, he, he's certainly proven his worth in the NFL. And hopefully he gets that opportunity. Yeah, no doubt.